This is Heavy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about Brian Mitchell being inducted into the Redskins' ring of fame and fired in the same week by Dan Snyder. We talk about Chris Cooley's football camp and not much else. <laughs> Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's yo, happening? Yo, what's up? There's what's nothing up? happening. There's nothing happening in Redskins camp. Welcome. Welcome to the taint of the offseason. The taint. We have officially rounded the no Roy, and we are in the taint. Taint got no Redskins news. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. And John cried. And Josh cried. It's another little hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Well, John was a John, and Aaron was an Aaron, and everywhere they went, people, they were scared in the ghetto. In the ghetto. When someone ripped a big one on the big podcast. <laughs> Seriously, hey, speaking dude, of that. We have so little to talk about this week in, in Redskins camp. That we are going to start with a, uh email that we got from one of our listeners, our faithful listeners. Actually, um, regarding we our with last an old Elvis song, actually. What did you say? Yeah. We started with an old Elvis song. Actually, yeah, it's still playing. Actually, it was one of the newer, <laughs> the newer Fat Elvis songs. But now, as we as we go into an actual topic of conversation, um, we got an email from from who was that from? Do you guys remember? From Lucas Kirk. All right, Lucas. Lucas. Sent us an email and said, uh, I believe it was something like, great podcast. But who was the person that ripped a fart at 28 minutes and 40 seconds? <laughs> Hold on. And so naturally we decided to go back and listen for ourselves. And, uh, and, uh, Aaron, no, this what do you is got what, from there? Here, let me read, Hold let on me read the Hold email. On. Hold on a minute. Hold on. I got to say this first. We got to give props to our listeners that actually that actually listen to the podcast well enough to hear that actually listen to the podcast. Thank you. Yes. And and not only that, that listen to it well enough to actually hear one of us rip a fart while Allegedly. we're all talking. While we're talking. <laughs> Allegedly. But I believe Aaron has isolated the incident. I have isolated it but before I play it. Uh, I'll CSI style. Um, I want to read the email that we received from Luke's Kirk that said, dear you guys, you guys are the greatest Redskins fans in the world. I wish I was half the Redskins fan that you were. By the way, when I was listening to last week's podcast, um, around 2840 into the episode, it sounds like someone farted. Can you confirm or disconfirm this notion? Yours, Lucas Kirk. <laughs> no. Now I paraphrase I paraphrase his email Kirk a little bit, but th- that was about the gist of it. What is he like a fart detective? <laughs> I don't know, dude. But um fart. I have been able to go through and using the magic of um 
multi-channel sound mixing, I have not only been able to isolate the incident, but I've been able to determine who it is, which we're not going to say at this time. But let me go ahead and play this to see if you guys think it is even it. <laughs> now, that is not what you're going to hear if you listen to the podcast. That is that is the raw audio. Dude, would you say that that is magnified for audience? I normalized it. Normalized. Dude, I can't believe we have gone so far into the gutter as to do a whole five minutes on a fart. Dude, which we're shows, in the taint. Which shows how much there is to What's talk What's going about. on this week in Redskins land? Not a damn thing. We're in the taint. We'll get to that in just a second. Anyway. <laughs> you know what else we're going to get, dude? We're going to get about 10 or 20 um, um, reviews on iTunes. It's like, oh, these guys talk about his farts. They don't even talk about the Redskins at all. These guys are idiots. <laughs> these guys these suck. All they do is like talk, talk about, about their farts. farts. And you'd be right. I I wasted 40 minutes of my life listening to the podcast episode number 168. I, I wasted five minutes and seven seconds. Anyway. Okay, so so here's the deal. If if you think that you know... Aaron, play it again one more time. Are you serious? You? That's going to bring us to an X yeah, rating if I play it again. Everybody listen one more time. Listen closely. <laughs> there you go. If you think that you know which one of us, which one of us um, let that one fly, uh, please email us at fart at I mean at Redskins fan at Harry Hog fart I mean Harry Hog Football dot com. That's Redskins fart at Harry Hog Football dot com. That being said, it's time for some real news with the Redskins. <laughs> there you go. Word up. The biggest news hitting the Redskins nation this week that I could find anywhere is the fact that my dog, Brian Mitchell, is finally going Be into Mitch. the Redskins ring of fame. That's fantastic. That's He's gonna get. That's a pretty big deal, considering. Hold on, they're still clapping. Considering we all know. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll give sorry. it to B. Mitch. Dude, sick. Brian Mitchell. Uh, that's pretty big news. Um, well, the first thing I thought when I saw that news was he's not already in the Ring of Fame. But I guess it makes sense because he had less than he he had a less than a stellar ending with the Redskins because he left uh, after they signed Deion Sanders oh. and then decided to go to the Giants and the Eagles to try to pay us back. But he was That's such true. a true Redskin that he would not sign with the Cowboys. And he only buys tan suits. Dude, do you have Brian, <laughs> John, do you have Brian Mitchell's stats handy? Because I think he at least do holds some franchise handy? records. Nah. He has some franchise records for returning, I'm sure. At least. Does he? And I think until last year, didn't he have like the uh, return for touchdown record or something? I don't know. He has Listen, John's John type type. Tabity tabity tap 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 to tap 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 to tap. Brian Mitchell, American. Football. I got some stats for him. You want them? Yeah, I want them. 
What do you want to know? Return? I want to, yeah, go ahead. Return yards and how it ranks all time. His career return yards, he was one yard shy of 5,000 yards. That's right. He had 4,999 punt return yards. He had 14,014 kick return yards. There you go. 13 touchdowns. Yep. And that 13, 13 touchdowns. returns. Return touchdowns out of Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, what is that 13? Seriously. Who has the most return um, touchdowns? He's up there. I think he may have gotten beat last year or something. Anyway, my hat's off to Brian Mitchell, one of my favorite Redskins, because he was like the true leader in the oh, – Because not only did he lead all that stuff, but Aaron, you, you probably actually were getting ready to mention this, but we all remember, well, those of us who were alive, the body bag game on Monday Night Football where he had to come in as the third quarterback. And he oh, yeah, went three dude. for five with 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to say, dude. He had, like, because he had uh, seven completions in his career for 18 attempts. So he tried to throw the ball, like, 18 times. Well, yeah. And Brian Mitchell also has been known to play running back on more than one occasion. Yeah. Yep. And he was pretty much a utility guy for the Redskins for 10 years. And he was one of my favorite Redskins. I've got like a giant 18 by 24 or something or other autograph picture of Brian Mitchell. Dude, Dude, he was the guy, he was the guy who would like catch the ball in the end zone on a kick and then start to like put his knee down and then like everyone would slow down running towards him and they'd just take off. I know. He was always trying to outthink and outsmart people and mess with them. And he had a huge chip on his shoulder. Now he did. He did fumble 46 times in his yeah. career. He fumbled that much? 32 of those fumbles were with Washington. And uh, he only recovered uh, 20 of those, so not even half of the fumbles hmm. that he dropped he uh, recovered. I did not know not him. To, uh, yeah. Not to taint his uh, record since we are in the taint of the offseason. I did not know that, dude. He. Yeah, he is second all-time in most career yards behind uh, Hall of Famer Jerry Rice. There you go. But um, all-time yards. Second? So anyway, second for all-purpose yards? Brian Mitchell. For all yards, yeah, second you. for all-purpose yards. Brian Mitchell, we, we salute, you. salute you. So Brian Mitchell, so be pretty- <clears throat> more recently, yeah. is known as the one red skin. That was employed by the Redskins Radio Network that actually called it as they saw it, kind of like us. And um, I say until recently because as soon as Brian Mitchell found out that he was going into the ring of honor, he was. Go ahead. From ESPN 980 AM. And John, you might know more about that. Since you actually listened to that no, station. No, I don't know anything more about that. <clears throat> well, he was cut. Oh, he was cut. It's like, hey, he Brian. Got cut! Dan Snyder was like, hey, Brian Mitchell, guess what? You're in the ring of fame. Oh, and can you pack your stuff? Because you're not going to be on the radio anymore. We're going to put Man Cow on. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? Who is that Man Cow guy? I don't know. It's to something guy? to do. I don't even know. I don't think that's on the ESPN 980 up in D.C. That's just on 102.1. The game and 1490, 
which, you know, they've been around for a few years now, and they're still calling themselves the new home of the Washington Redskins here in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Um, all I know is that show is not on locally anymore, and I believe, and we all know that he got cut by the station up there in D.C., and now they're playing things. Instead of having Redskins shows on, they've got things like Man Cow, which isn't even sports. So way to go, Dan Snyder and Paul at Redskins.com, who I sent my uh, complaining emails to and who sent me a very uh, condescending email back saying, oh, but you can listen to all of our other shows, half of which are no longer on the radio. (laughs) You can listen to all of our other crappy shows. So to uh, honor Steve Zabin, upon further review, uh, the man-cow experience sucks! (laughs) Absolutely. Anyway, uh, moving forward, since we have so much to talk about, um, the next thing I have on my itinerary is that the inaugural Old Spice Chris Cooley football camp is scheduled for Saturday, June 13th and Sunday, June 14th at Fairfax High School in Fairfax, Virginia. So how do you take part in this, John? You don't know. I don't know. Crickets. Yeah, I don't know how to take part in it ever uh, either, but... if you guys didn't know this uh, also, I don't know if we mentioned this last week. I don't think we did. I think it came out this past week since our last podcast. Chris Chris Cooley had his uh, first acting role, his first debut acting role this past week. And Todd Yoder. In fil- and, and, yes, he and Todd Yoder. In the film that he is uh, executive producer with his brother Tanner, um, what's it called? Ghosts? Uh, no Fear of Ghosts? We'll have to get to that information. Something Ghosts. But... Uh, What's that? Something with the word ghost in it. I don't know. Yeah. But it's about a ghost hunter or something like that. But if you go to our website, harryhawkfootball.com, uh, I did post the video link there. Unfortunately, it comes from uh, NBCWashington.com, and they make you watch a Cheerios commercial first. So just sit through the Cheerios commercial, and uh, and then you'll see Chris Cooley getting makeup put on. Yeah, and then you see him, like, awesome. acting in, like, He's supposed to be a deputy or something, but it looks pretty much deputy like a sheriff, set for yeah. a porno more than it does a uh, Hollywood feature film. He walks in, he's like, well, Sheriff, I got her booked up. What you want to do now? Or something like that. Well, what I don't understand is that he's got Todd Yoder in there, so uh, where's the cause? He's got to bring back Kozlowski for this. <laughs> I don't get it. Who knows, man? But anyway, so he's got that going on. He's got the Old Spice Chris Cooley football camp like we talked about. It's, uh, like we said, June 13th through 14th. Coming up this year, it is $199 to participate. Um, it's four hours from 9 to 1 each day. And when you do it, you get a T-shirt. You get a camp T-shirt. You get a camp team photo. Um, a fun and educational experience guaranteed, exclamation point. So it looks like it's going to be a whole uh, barrel of fun. Do you get to hang and out with Chris what, Cooley? What does, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Especially What does like, the money go to? The money goes to the uh, – what does the money go to? Does it go to the Jason Taylor Foundation? What? I don't know. But do the, does Old Spice throw in a um, stick of Old Spice deodorant in your locker room when you're – you know, cleaning up. I would hope so because probably the kids that are going to be there are going to be like, you know, the kids that are at the age when they should be wearing deodorant and some of them don't. Which is <laughs> really nasty. Uh, it says on the on the homepage at uh, <laughs> procamps.com slash Chris Cooley that uh, 
it's brought to you by the Jason Taylor Foundation. So Chris Cooley's gonna be like, "Look, this is me before I had swagger from Old Spice." <laughs> and this is gonna be the educational part of it. It's gonna they're like gonna he's gonna be like, "Take a knee, guys." I know once you guys turn 12, 13 now, it's, it's time to talk to you about the wonders of deodorant. Old Spice has been good enough to supply each and every one of you with a stick. <laughs> He's going to be like, just, it works for me on a weekly basis. Just ask my wife, Christy, and she'll walk in and be like, hey guys, I think Chris smells awesome when he gets home from practice every day. And then Chris is going to raise his armpit or his arm up and expose his armpit. And she's going to take a big whiff and go, hmm. And then it'll go into the end of the Old Spice commercial with the music. That's, that's it, dude. Then that'll be now, it. I'm telling you, that would sell some deodorant right there. And those kids would wear it every something. day if she came in and said that, too. Seriously? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, there is a uh, – if you have multiple campers um, – you can get a multiple camper discount. What, ten bucks? I don't is know. There, you need to contact the uh, contact them about that. Is there financial aid assistance for those who who cannot afford for those who that? Qualify? That's a good question. You might have to uh, contact them and see if that is uh, something that's available. Contact but, the Chris Cooley football camp. And what's that yeah. website, John? The website once again is uh, www.procamps.com forward slash Chris Cooley. All there you them. go. All right. com. Danny, if you're still out there. Slash Chris Cooley. Danny, if you're still out there listening and judging by your emails, you're not. Go ahead and take. <laughs> you might want to take part in that old spice, Chris Cooley. Football He's got camp. better things to do these days. He discovered deodorant. He's moving on to bigger and better things. Years ago. Seriously. He's moved on to antiperspirant. Solid. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. I can't walk out. Oh, because I'm too much, much, baby. Why can't you see? What is this, Elvis Night? It's Elvis Night. Fat old Elvis Night. Excellent. Excellent. Because I hate the Dallas Cowboys. All right. What else we got on the itinerary here? Um, <laughs> um, let me see here. <laughs> you know what? This, it, it's, sort of, it's sort of an emergency week. And I, I, I think because of that, we probably need an emergency yodel or, or something. An here. emergency yodel? Yeah. That, yeah, nice. that was nice. Oh, okay, now we've come back down to earth. All right. Thank goodness um, I, for that. That should bring us right into the O-line report, right, Aaron? And Ooh. yes, it does. Franco-American SpaghettiOs, show them your O-face. The O-line report brought to you by Franco-American. Brought to you by Old Spice. <laughs> old Spicy Franco-American. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, I can see I can see Big Mike Williams. Speaking of Big Mike Williams, I don't know if he uses Old Spice uh, or eats Franco-American SpaghettiOs. 
Uh, I would say no to the latter. Apparently, he's down to around that 390 mark. He was on Sports Night this past week um, talking about how he had lost 60 pounds in the past three months. Good Lord. And he is down to 392 pounds. Those were the words from his lips. And he also said that uh, by June, he expected to be right at 370 by June. So sweet. June is just around the corner, people. We're uh, you know we're halfway through the yeah. month of May. So dude is uh, losing some weight. How is he losing that much weight that fast, dude? How much do you have to eat to keep that much weight? Is a better question. I don't know. So it's like, man, I only had three steaks for dinner today. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. <laughs> He's blowing through the storehouse though. Let me tell Come you. Come here, rookie. He's probably eating a lot of soup. It always works for me. <laughs> Maybe he's on that grapefruit diet. Soup, um, salads, no pizza and beer. I don't know, but hopefully when when all this is said and done, I'm sure there are many Americans out there who want to know how he's done it. Hopefully Oprah will have him on and uh, everybody will know after that. Yeah, if football doesn't work out, man. If this is is true, like he's lost this much weight in this short amount of time and everything, and we've seen the pictures of him. Dude dude is not fat. He's cut and not in the C-U-T John Adams cut kind of way. Dude is is ripped. Yeah, and if he's Um, showing that he has the heart to lose this much weight, you know what I mean? If he's putting in the effort. He might just end up being the right tackle, yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? We were saying that uh, he's big enough to be the right tackle and the right guard. So we called it a gackle. A gackle. A guard and a tackle because it just doesn't sound right when you say he's the tard. Which yeah, is the tackle I, I, and I, don't the think, I don't think that would be appropriate. So right. Thank goodness we didn't say that. I don't even know if it's legal to say that anymore. I don't either. But that's why we call it a gackle. That's right. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mike Williams. We're going we're to report on him. Hopefully every week and uh, his weight loss and his com- and how he comes along in camp from what we uh, have been able to glean from the uh, from the airwaves because I mean like I said if this dude is that committed he's definitely going to supplant Jansen and Hire if he can still play. Yeah, he might have to take. I the- mean, he was the fourth pick overall back in '02. He's you know, dude. Mike <laughs> it Williams. It could be good. It could be a big big gamble. Mike, that pays off. Mike Williams may have to take the place of the Dockery report. It might have to be the Mike Williams report. I will have to come up with something kitschy for that. The Mike Williams um, update? The Mike Williams update? I guess so. Anyway, that's about it for the O-line report, right? There's nothing else. I think so. Yeah. I mean, Mike Williams is losing weight as we speak. He's probably down to 385 by the time he he's pro- He's iTunes. probably lost a pound. Between the beginning and the end of this podcast. Dude, he probably lost a pound while we were talking about farts. He probably lost a pound by farting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of, I was watching some show (laughs) called Mansers the other day. (laughs) And they said that over a typical day, the average American male expels one pint of flatulence. One pint. Dude. That's information that we nor Dude, our Dude, how do you measure really that? Compressed air into a pint? Dude, what do they have? Some guy sitting on a tube all day? I don't know. What does that have to do with the Redskins? Exactly. Seriously. Good point. Seriously, Let's iTunes. move on. We're out, we're out of the O-line report here. 
And uh, what, what, what we got next? All right, coming up next on the itinerary, we're going to go over the jersey numbers that are assigned to more than one player. But do we want to take a station break before that so we can get a refill? You know, I think that's a good idea. What, station break? Yeah, we'll see you on the yeah. other side. Got to grab a refill. All right. Eight ball! You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. What is this, NPR? Is that why we have dead air? Yep. You're listening to Fresh Air. Unfresh Air on Harry Hog Football. On NPR. Hello, you're listening to Fresh Air. This is Harry Hog Football. You're listening to Stale Air. Today's guest <laughs> wrote a book about death and destruction in the entire world. And nothing interesting Jackson. but very serious. Hi, I'm John Adams. <laughs> I'm John Adams for Stale Air. <laughs> John Adams, owner of... I'm John Adams, owner of Triangle Casket Store. Hi, this is John Adams for Triangle Casket Store. Um, all right, dudes. So I was looking over the roster recently, and like 20 minutes ago, and it's interesting <laughs> to me which numbers have been assigned to new players and which numbers are, are doubled and in some cases tripled up on the team because there's so many people um, that are still on the roster at this point coming out of the first uh, minicamp. For instance, the recently vacated number 24 for the oft-injured Sean Springs is being shared by Marcus Mason, our dog, and... uh some cornerback named Doug Dutch. <laughs> we talked about him last Doug week. Doug who? Doug Dutch. We did. We did. We did. He's got one of those good names. It is kind it's of like, a good name. It's like Colt Brennan and Doug Colt Dutch. Brennan. Starring. Colt Brennan and Chase. Uh, <laughs> what was that guy's name? Utley. Chase Daniels. Star in The Long Names of Jam. Children Born in the 80s. <laughs> Dude, it's like... Colt Brennan and Doug Dutch star in Log Jammin'. <laughs> oh, Log Jammin'. I'm here to fix it down at Kabul. <laughs> Dude, why are you putting it in Log, in log Jammin'? <laughs> I'm here to fix down at Kabul. Here to fix down at Kabul. My oh man! So we got some other ones. Um, surprisingly, there. Mike Williams, who was wearing number seventy-one, and as Aaron commented earlier before the podcast, should be wearing number one seventy-one. Um, he it's is sharing his number with two other players, and they're not even like little skinny guys, like cornerbacks or kickers or anything. It's an offensive lineman named Reuben Riley and a defensive end named Derek Walker. I mean, you Dude. put the three of them together, you've got an entire line of 71. They take, Seriously. they probably take up the space of five guys. Well, that makes an easy call for the referees if there's holding. Yeah. Like, Dude, when in doubt, just call 71. Holding, holding 71 offense. Well, dude, remember in the game last year in the, uh, the Hall of Fame game at Canton, there was a number 46 and he was playing on defense. Oh, it was, uh, it was Fincher the Clincher. Yeah, we kept going. So we were just like, we dude, going, who's that? Why is Liddell Betts playing on defense? <laughs> we kept we going, way to go, Betts. It wasn't him. 
And actually, well, we on kept national calling t- it that. Yeah, because you remember, I couldn't make it last year. You remember the circumstances. Anyway, the, I'm watching it on TV, and as I'm watching it, the guy's like, and the tackle is made by Liddell Betts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is not Liddell Betts. Dude, that would have been Al Michaels and John Madden. <clears throat> that's, that's right. right. That's right. Well, that's probably why he retired, dude. Liddell Betts. I, yeah, we were like, man, that was a nice tackle, Liddell. We just kept saying Liddell <laughs> through the whole game. Yeah, we kept saying it. But we were nowhere near as funny as the dude in front of us going, fried chicken, fried chicken, 21 left. Nice. Mashed potato. He's like calling out these in, these made-up plays. That guy's <laughs> going to run a mashed potato around the end there. I know. He reminded me of like one of the dudes from the barbershop on Coming to America. <laughs> one of the Eddie Murphys. Yeah, mashed potato, Dude. mashed potato, 21. And then there was like this, his like counterpart, nemesis, Colts fan, was sitting down in front of him, and he was all silent. And whenever the Colts did anything, like make first down, he would just go, move the chains. Yep, he would like take his arm and do it in the first down motion, go, move the chains. And he wouldn't do it while everyone else was making sound. He'd be like, oh, man, da 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 and settle down. And then, so his voice would ring out. Mood change. <laughs> Masked Mas- pretty Mas- cool, even though he's a Colts fan. So, dude, so anyway, moving on, we got a we got a double up at seventy five with Antonio Dixon, uh, t- t- a tackle, defensive tackle, and uh, Chad Reinhardt, who needs to show up this year big time. At number seventy eight, we have DeAnthony Batiste out of Louisiana Lafayette, who is a uh, offensive lineman and went to the same school as B Mitch. And Josh's dog, Baka Manapuna, the tackle. Again, defensive tackle. And uh, I think that might be it for the double ups. They have not allowed um, anyone to wear double zero still or 100. I think Mike Williams needs to wear 100. Dude, that would be sweet, but I don't think they'll allow it. You know what would be really cool? If Mike Williams could wear number one. (laughs) (laughs) Just number one. And then put the words Ooh. Big Mother on the back of his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the XFL? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He hate oh, me. Dude, why you got to even bring up the XFL? Dude, didn't we man, stand, didn't we, me and you stand oh, watching man. the XFL for like maybe a half? And at halftime, we, we were made like, it we through. It. Dude, you and I were with our ex roommate, Landon. And he thought it was the coolest thing since sliced bread that wrestling was doing football. And we got through to the uh, halftime of the first game. We were like, dude, we can't watch this anymore. This is absolutely horrible. And that was the last time we saw it. All right, Josh had a malfunction, but we're back now. And I think his malfunction was a Fromunda Thunder Blunder. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's code for he had to get through. Dudes, you know what we were talking about? Mike, uh, Mike Williams wearing number one. Who's the last person to wear number one? Was that Reggie Roby? I believe it was. And he he was a punter, right? He punted back in the nineties or something early. Really yeah, he always punter, wore like yeah. a big watch. Yeah, he always wore that big watch. Remember? Big watch, like some big Casio. Oh yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Dude, he always had like this big Casio on his arm. Yeah, that big black one. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, God rest his soul. 
Uh, Reggie's right, uh, no yeah. longer with us. Yes, sir. Anyway, moving forward to a happier note. Um, we got an email in from Skins Lover who confirmed that reefer is a trucking term. Did you say reefer is so, a pot smoker's term? A trucking term a for a refrigerated term, truck. It is, in fact, it a trucking so you term. So you, you guys once again showed your ignorance. <laughs> this is my concern, dudes. <laughs> yeah, we did get a good email from Skids Lover saying that that is, in fact, a, uh, a trucking term for a refrigerated truck and that she was actually pretty stunned when she heard it for the first time herself. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So thanks for that email. If anyone else wants to tell us how, tell us about anything else, you know, whatever it is, go ahead and send us an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Yes, sir. Uh, let me see. Who We got another email from uh, our good pal Burgundy Blood who wrote to say he's got a new Redskins fan in the house and Excellent. sent us a picture of the little guy in his Redskins attire, his Redskins onesie, so to speak. Yeah, man, that was awesome. And I like that onesie. I wish I could have had a onesie like that when uh, when Sam was born. Heck, Speaking dude, Sam, I wish they made onesies for adults. Yeah. I'd wear one. <laughs> Does it have footies <laughs> on it, too? With, with, feet, with feet with, like, the, uh, the, flap. the textured textured pads on the feet so you don't slip. Yeah, and the flap. Nah, know. dude. I want one of the, um, the, the, the short-sleeve, uh, no-leg one, onesies. That's what I want to wear. <laughs> Just wear it around <laughs> with the some sandals. Sleeve, no legged ones, <laughs> like like a high school wrestling outfit. Yeah, <laughs> with the two button flap in the yeah, back. But, yeah, but not tight like that, dude. Not like not okay, like that. Uh, Slowly really, tight. <laughs> with the two button flap in the back. <laughs> with the flap, Stimpy, answer the flap. <laughs> anyway. As you guys can tell, this is the most sophomoric episode of Harry Hog Football we've ever had, I believe. It might just be. And um, So before it gets worse, interesting we'll wish a happy birthday to Sam, Josh's son, who is six. Six years of being right. a Redskins yes. fan. Six right. years happy of being a Redskins fan. And those were six tumultuous years for us Redskins fans, including Sam. But he's yeah, still well, a fan at least to he this wasn't. day born in like 92 because then he would have been alive through one of the worst redskin stretches ever right he may have ended (laughs) up you know like some other kind of fan he's at least seen the redskins go to two playoff games he's been like in his short life Schuler sucks i'm gonna be a blank fan (laughs) i'm gonna be a panthers fan or something i'm gonna be a dolphins fan oh man does did sam wear his uh chris cooley jersey today he did not wear it today, but he wore it. He actually wore it uh, this weekend. He wore it to church, as a matter of fact. Solid. Excellent. We, we, we take things seriously. Okay. So, anyway, let's wrap this thing up. Um, not much more to add. If anyone out there is still listening, as we said before, send us some email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan...